Hong and now it's time for Letter to Hong Kong with legislator Tony Chair, who represents the architectural, planning and surveying functional constituency. The following program is a personal view program. Dear Hong Kong people, to most people, their morning routine starts with the turning on the tap and brushing their teeth without any question. However, alarms spread quickly since July. Rain reports began to be widely propagated on the funding of lead in the tap water of some public housing estates. The community was indeed shocked, and inconvenience was caused particularly to some specific estates with funding of lead content in drinking water. I am aware that members of my representative functional constituency of architectural, surveying, and planning are very concerned about the matter, and some younger members, including architects and surveyors, have submitted their comments and suggestions to the Secretary for Transport and Housing. I had also contacted the relevant bureaus and departments in order to find out more about the incident. It is definitely a duty of the government to ensure a reliable supply of potable water and that such water should always meet necessary health standards and is safe for consumption. Since public health is revealed to be at risk, understandably, we all expect a responsible government should accord the highest priority to finding out expeditiously the cause for the contamination and to devise corresponding and effective measures to prevent any possible contamination henceforth. In the immediate past three months following the outbreak of the incident, the Chief Secretary for Administration has seized several interdepartmental meetings to tackle the issue. The governments had also set up working groups and joint task force to ascertain the causes leading to the excess lead content in drinking water and to recommend measures to prevent the recurrence of similar incidents in future. Besides, the Housing Authority has set up a review committee on quality assurance issues relating to fresh water supply or public housing estates to review the present arrangement for quality control and monitoring in relation to the installation of fresh water supply system in public housing estates. The Chief Executive has also appointed the Honourable Mr Justice Andrew Chen Heng Wei to lead an independent commission of inquiry to ascertain the cause of the excess lead content and to reveal the adequacy of the present regulatory and monitoring system in respect of drinking water in Hong Kong. The investigation covers both public and private housing developments. Investigations so far have revealed that soldering materials used in the Pai Soldier joint were the main cause for the contamination. Recommendations were made to ban the use of such substandard design and the soldering materials in future. It was also recommended that qualified persons should be appointed to make necessary checks and that before commencement of work, the main contractor should submit a management plan on how the pumping subcontractors and works on site would be supervised. I consider that these findings and recommendations are pragmatic and should be pursued. Moreover, various alternative and emergency measures 
have also been taken in response to the crisis, including the taking of water samples from other public housing estates throughout the territories for testing, and the arrangements for blood testing for residents indeed, and also the provision of temporary water supply and bottled water. Installation of temporary water tanks and pipes outside the concerned housing blocks for temporary supply of water, etc. Apart from these measures, governments had carried out testing of water sample from hospital, kindergartens, school, and social welfare facilities. Given the limited time and resources, these measures are in fact quite comprehensive. Showing that the highest priority has been given by government in response to the issue, the land contamination issue is by no means something that crops up overnight. It has nevertheless alerted us about the gaps that have existed in the knowledge and resilience of relevant sectors in the construction industry, as well as the inadequacies in the system. In the very complex construction process, responsibilities are arguably interconnected. Each step, whether it is the design, the purchase, or the checking, may contribute to the resultant quality of water supply. Yet, not each step is cross-checked by independent professional supervisor on this particular aspect. It would be biased to attribute the entire consequences. To just any particular body, like the government, the plumber, the contractor, or the site supervision staff, where there are ambiguities in the system in general. Looking ahead, it's time that we should proactively review how the whole process, including that of the design, personnel training, material purchase, procurement process, work supervision, and auditing, should be enhanced. To render the gatekeeping process effectively, relevant parts of the existing rules and regulation should also be amended, if necessary. Whilst the Water Service Department should monitor whether the quality of water supply is up to the prescribed standard, some aspects in the works and installation process in building construction or building maintenance may be outside its purview. I have therefore suggested to the government that, in order to bridge the gap, it's worthwhile to consider the employment of independent qualified engineers or authorized persons to carry out the relevant supervision or auditing as part of the building process. In the Legislative Council, some councillors propose to carry out an inquiry through the powers of the Legislative Council, powers and privileges. Ordinance. I have expressed my dissent to the proposal, since I believe that, given the limited resources and timing, we are facing at present, every effort should be focused on carrying out the more imminent improvement measure, such as changing the affected water pipes first, and ways to prevent recurrence of similar incidents in future. As I said before. The net contamination in drinking water that slot crops up overnight. 
The issue straddles several trades and professions, and the investigation and remedial extra works so generated to the concerned government departments were very demanding, on top of their normal work schedule. When the cause of the contamination had touched be identified, implementation of remedial measure had also followed accordingly. Recently. I observed that through the works of the party concerned, public confidence in the quality of our water supply has been gradually restored. I therefore wish to take this opportunity to record my thankfulness to all the parties involved, in particular the civil servants who have helped during the crisis, for their timely response and unfailing diligence. They have worked strenuously and professionally, even in times of enormous pressure. In the highly complex construction process, there may be ambiguities and shortcomings in certain long pursued procedures, given the passage of time. But as always, I tend to take a pragmatic and proactive stance, and would foresee that, as long as the shortcomings are identified. They can be rectified as soon as possible, because our civil servants are always very devoted and professionally as a whole. I had every confidence on them and would encourage them to keep up their diligence efforts. I hope you would also give them your vote of confidence as I do. Thank you and stay healthy.